Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Unity Gains podcast, where we delve into some of the most pressing issues facing auto workers and the labor movement. I'm your host, Sean Crawford. And I'm Jesse Kelly. Today, we have an incredibly important topic to discuss. With the exception of the financial crisis, for the first time since 1999, both the UAW and Uniform Canada will be bargaining simultaneously. This presents a critical opportunity for those of us in the automotive industry as well as the working class as a whole. Will we allow the companies to continue whipsawing us against one another, or will we organize to win a better life for all? So what is whipsawing? Whipsawing is an old anti-union tactic corporations use to pit groups of workers against one another. Now, this can happen both between plants, but also between states or even countries. They make us compete with one another for investments, with the aim of increasing our workload and decreasing our wages. Whomever does this work with the least regard for themselves and the environment gets the job. Divide and conquer is their strategy, and the antidote to this is solidarity. It wasn't that long ago when auto workers in the U.S. and Canada belonged to the same union. If this kind of international unity has happened before, it can happen again. Splitting our bargaining power into different nationalistic regions does nothing but divides us and gives the companies more power. The mission at hand is to win back everything we conceded in order to save the big three during the financial crisis. This includes COLA, defined pensions, overtime after eight hours, retirement health care, and more. It's been almost 15 years since we've made these sacrifices. The time for the companies to make us whole is long overdue. This is also a crucial opportunity for us to fight for job security amid the industry's massive shift to electric vehicles. These negotiations don't just affect us. They have far-reaching implications for the entire labor movement, setting a precedent for other industries as well. We caught up with UAW Region 9A Director Brandon Mencia to discuss the topic of international solidarity and cooperation. Just days after Sean Fain and the rest of the IAB got sworn in, we met with Unifor and their new president, and we were able to establish communication and solidarity across borders. So having our contracts lined up and expiring at the same time in our, um, with our auto companies, it's going to be really important to, to leverage that power collectively. And I think that's just the beginning. From there, we have to worry about the fact that the companies are going to use other labor markets, such as Mexico, to divide us and weaken us, even if we win more in our contracts. And that's the the next step is to be able to create solidarity with Mexico, which we're also doing. Create solidarity with Mexican auto workers, especially those forming in uh, unions that are independent and militant and fighting for the rights that Mexican auto workers have not been able to win yet. This is absolutely correct. We have to work with our union family on both sides of the border and across the globe for our movement to be successful. Corporations have no loyalty to a particular country. They leave when it is convenient. They're dedicated only to the bottom line. Yet labor unions are still organized nationalistically. This makes no sense. If we only bargain for workers in our own nation, we create an incentive for companies to move production to where they can exploit their workforce more freely. We have a collective self-interest in helping our neighbors win better pay and working conditions. This diminishes the incentive for companies to move overseas and thus better secures our own livelihoods. For example, the Flint truck and Oshawa plants both make the same high-profit products. Striking at a single plant will simply shift production from one plant to the other. But if we strike both plants at the same time, we gain real leverage. Allowing ourselves to be pitted against each other is foolish. Acting in concert and striking as a single working class is our best path to victory. The corporate class sees itself as just that. 
a class with common interests that they're willing to fight aggressively for. It's time for us to realize our own interests as workers and through collective action become masters of our own economic future. We must come together globally if we're serious about winning our demands. If we maintain the status quo by staying segregated into different sectors and nations, we will continue to be weakened and divided. When in competition, they will whipsaw us against one another to keep us locked in a race to the bottom with little hope for us to earn what we're truly worth. We recently discussed this divide-and-conquer tactic with UAW Region 9 Director Daniel Vicente. In regards to the uh, cross-border whipsawing as well, the new executive board, we are taking steps to build bridges, particularly with our Canadian counterparts in Unifor. We have met with the new leadership of the Unifor delegation, and they have committed to us that we are no longer going to allow this whipsawing to happen across the Canadian-U.S. border because uh, they want tears gone as much as we do. They want wages that allow them to live in the Canadian middle class just as much as we want wages that allow us to live in the American middle class. There are tons of problems with the Mexican auto worker unions. Let's, I'm just going to be straight up with that. There's a, we have issues down there. But we are attempting to build bridges and make contacts with legitimately member-driven democratic institution unions that are coming up within the auto working sector in Mexico. There are burgeoning uh, member-driven drives to get rid of corrupt old Mexican unions, and we are in contact with them. Because when we, set, when we talk about whipsawing, we, we tend to think and focus on the United States and cross-state whipsawing. But I don't think a, a member on here that's listening to this wants, actively wants a Mexican worker to have a, a worse life. Right. I want Mexican workers to be able to live in their middle class as well. And I don't see a Canadian worker as my enemy. The struggles for Canadian workers, the struggles for Mexican workers are the struggles for workers in Ohio and and, in Alaska and everywhere, not just in the UAW, but all trade unionists. It's the same. These corporations can't even call them corporations anymore. These conglomerates that operate globally. They abuse middle-class working people across the entire globe. And if we don't start trying to stand together internationally against this, this hegemony, this insane corporate greed that has encompassed the entire planet, there will be no more middle-class. We have to be very clear about that. We've been under attack for decades. And the new executive board, we have spoken about this, and we are committed to building the strongest relationships with our international partners as we can. We have to lead the fight in the States, obviously, and we see ourselves as the UAW as the vanguard of the working manufacturers in this country, but we also have to be leaders internationally, and, and we set the standard because nobody on that board wants a worker in the Philippines to be hurt on the job because we in the States didn't demand that our politicians have strong labor protections in our trade agreements, right? Politicians try to sometimes paint us as the enemy of working people across the world. Nothing could be further from the, from the truth. And as the new stewards of the UAW, we're not naive either, right? Trade unionists in India are going to look out for workers in India first. What we're saying is the new leadership of the United Auto Workers in the United States, we're absolutely going to look out for our workers. That's our priority, but we're not going to actively work against workers across the world. We're not going to allow these corporations to, to turn us against our fellow workers across the world. That's just not going to happen. We can also support one another by choosing to buy products not only made by U.S. workers, but by unionized workers in general. By doing so, we can help sustain and grow good union jobs, ensuring a better future for us all. Our individual choices can have a collective impact. It's essential to recognize that workers' rights are human rights, and by supporting unions wherever they are, we contribute to a more equitable world.
Let's hear what UAW Region 9 Assistant Director Raymond Jensen Jr. had to say about the importance of solidarity. As you know, it's going to be a race to the bottom if we don't, if we don't draw a line in the sand. And as Dan had previously mentioned, this new leadership and this new IB has made it very clear that we're not going to be in a race to the bottom anymore. The only true enemy that we have are these companies that we work for. The members on the floor, we might agree to disagree, but we should never, ever be mad at our union brother, our union sister. We're there, as Dan said, we see these people more than we see our own families. They are our family. The union is our family. And we need to start standing up for one another and be strong. And we can take a note from the Teamsters to see what they're doing as they're getting ready for their bargaining coming up. They're standing strong with one another, whether they agree with each other, whether they disagree. They're all, at the end of the day, they're all one family. And we need to stand up for one another, whether we agree or disagree with each other, because we are the union. We must forget about the imaginary lines in the dirt that divide us and come together as working class people to achieve lasting economic justice. Our union brothers and sisters on both sides of the border could become our biggest allies, helping us to secure a better future for all. But only if we stick to our fundamental principles of solidarity and demand the respect that we all deserve. The time is now. The opportunity has presented itself, but it will take a concerted effort from all union members. We have a world to win, but it can only be won together. Please subscribe and share to help spread the word. Thank you for listening and solidarity forever.